Hey there, We Can't Wrestle Podcast listeners. If you haven't noticed, we have switched our server to Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So go ahead, download the free Anchor app, or go to anchor.fm to get started. Highly recommended by me and everybody else here at the We Can't Wrestle podcast. The We Can't Wrestle podcast. The King listens to it. WWE Hall of Famer Jerry the King Lawler, and you better listen to it too. My friend Nate and the We Can't Wrestle podcast. Hello, wrestling fans, and welcome to the latest edition of the We Can't Wrestle podcast. I am Nate Maxson, your host. And this week on the show, we're putting the dream cards aside. We're putting the Hall of Fame aside, all of that aside for the greatest rivalry in wrestling podcasting. No, it's not Jim Cornette and Kenny Omega. It's not Brian Last and Conrad Thompson. It is the Booker the Box. We Can't Wrestle trivia. And, of course, we will introduce first our defending champion, my brother Aaron. You're all going down. And escorted to the ring by his manager, Winter. Yes. Is Archie Mitchell. Yes. Aaron's the defending Thank champion. You. Archie Archie is just trying to get a win here. He has I, won I, yet. What have we done this three times now? Yes. Yeah, and I've I've yet to win. I start out and strong if, and then and of course, hey, uh, now you know how I feel when I go into your raffles. <laughs> you just won. You won. Did I win? You won six bucks. You won six bucks in the main. I won six bucks. Six, six spots. spots in the main <laughs> Six bucks. That's a sixty dollars value. It won six bucks. <laughs> Come on over here. Come on over here. We'll play. Come on over right there. And as you heard there. Our hostess with the mostest, my beautiful yes. wife and co-host of the Motley Soup Podcast, Kendall Maxson, is here to do yes. the questions for us. Of course. And of course, <laughs> she is in possession of the WWE trivia game, that is the yes. box, and she is in she is in possession of the ever so fun book that racist sometimes book. sometimes blight is racist, sometimes is is because it was because I'm gonna know. What the bird symbol for Antonio Rocca was. I, I, I follow his career that much that I'm going to know when he was born and what his bird symbol is. Sagittarius, man. <laughs> this book was written by a World War II veteran that came back that had no fucks given. <laughs> he had no fucks given and he really liked wrestling. Yeah, so, right. Yeah. <laughs> one of the fucking, one of the, one of the chapters of the book is like, like, Negroes, broads, and midgets, isn't it? Something like, yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we'll let Aaron start. We played a 15. He has to make his choice book or the box. Here we go. Let's go with the box. The box. You're taking it safe this time, huh? Yes. All right. 
So who did Brett Hitman Hart defeat in the finals of the inaugural King of the Ring pay-per-view event in 1993 to become King of the Ring? Good question. Is there multiples or just... Nope, there's no, no multiples. Okay, I know. I think I believe I know the answer. I just want to make sure there were any multiples. It's Bam Bam Bigelow. You got it. Boom. Good, good answer. Start off, start off on the board. When, when you ask, to, ask for multiples, I'm like, Aaron doesn't know this. <laughs> like, I didn't want to, I don't want to step on nothing. And I don't know how much we want to get into like the answers to the questions or the questions or whatever. I'm, I'm sure that's what you want to spawn from this shit, this shit, this show. <laughs> Brett and Bam Bam. Well, I, I was just going to say the entire thing as a whole. I know Brett is Brett's biggest fan or whatever. But when he talks about um, that that King of the Ring and talks about it was his um, way of showing what he was or what he could be, he's right. Mm-hmm. Like, Brett fucking went out there and had three or four fucking different matches the enti- and showed that. that and all of them good. You can bank on me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. And him and Bam Bam Lewis, they actually had a better match. If you ever get to find it, if anybody can ever find it, they have a better match than this match, if you can believe it. And it was actually, I think, in Berlin. No, it was that Barcelona, Spain. Barcelona, match. yeah, that's what it is. Barcelona, yeah. Because there's a there, there, there's a point in that match, and I, everything I ever talk about like seems to come back to Bobby Heenan. There's a point in there where it's Jim Ross, Macho Man, and Bobby, and they're calling that match, and the camera pans, and it's on the crowd for like the longest time. Like 30, 35 seconds of just the crowd and wrestling, that's forever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And Bobby goes, yeah, this is a great match going on, but I'm enjoying more watching Jorge and Claudia <laughs> Rice over here. <laughs> All right, Archie, you're next. I will take the box as well. The box, all righty. What was the name of the tag team formed by the Big Boss Man and Akeem? What are the Twin Towers? You got it. Or who All are right. the Twin Towers? <laughs> <laughs> um, Good tag team. Yeah, they were. It's a shame they weren't getting long enough. I'm going to go with the book. I'll the, start book. With the book. Play you're the gonna, odds to start the. Yeah. You're going to do the book. All righty. All right, the video Time After Time featured A, Hulk Hogan, B, Michael Hayes, C, Lou, is it Lou Albano? Lou Albano. All right, or D, Roddy Piper. And I think it is Lou Albano. Okay, let me look. Yep, it is Lou Albano. Mm-hmm. How much of a different video would it be if it was Michael Hayes? What? How much of a different video would it be if it was Michael Hayes? <laughs> Uh, yeah, but Albano had his connections with Cindy Lauper, so that was kind yeah. of a, a layup for me. But if you call, I will wait. Bad Street, Atlanta. You know, Michael, we're not filming that tonight. It's my song. And put, your, and put your shirt on, for God's sake. Well, Aaron, you're up. Book. The book, all right. 
Who was described as the ultimate mountain of desire? Was it A, Hulk Hogan, B, Terry Funk, C, John Studd, or D, Mountain Man Dean? The ultimate mountain of desire. Yep, the ultimate mountain of desire. This is actually what I got to think of. I'm going to go with John Studd. Big John Studd. Actually, it was Hulk Hogan. Now, see, <laughs> I thought it was Hogan because it sounded like something straight out of the movie Rocky Three. You know what I mean? Yeah, when he's playing Thunderlips. Yeah, he called himself that when he was Thunderlips. Fuck, I didn't think of that. God damn it. <laughs> damn. Well, all right. Time for me That's... to take over. <laughs> Two questions in and I'm already taking over. <laughs> I will take the box. Alrighty. What former intercontinental champion would finish off opponents with his shake, rattle, and roll? The greatest intercontinental champion of all time, the Honky Tonk Man. You got it. Archie Archie is up to two. Honky Tonk Man. Honky Tonk Man. People that crap on the Honky Tonk Man... And go fuck themselves. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it, he was very entertaining. He served every purpose that he was supposed to. And when I met him, he was very cool and very approachable and kind of talked my face off. Like, I wanted to get away from him. Yeah, he was a cool he's, dude. Um, he's cool. He's cocky and he's bad. <laughs> talking about Honky Tonk Man, it's funny because um, I met Honky Tonk Man the same day that Nate met him, obviously. I had on my card or whatever. And I had already done it. But I was like, oh, I want Tommy Rich to sign my card. And then I met Tommy Rich. And Tommy Rich was like, you give Honky Tonk Man no money yet? I was like, eh. Was like, you know, yeah. He calls you 25. You come back to me, I'll give you another autograph for 10. Fuck Honky Tonk Man. That's what he said. Nate was right there when he said it, right? Yeah. He said, if you don't give Honky Tonk Man money, I'll reduce my price and give you another oh my autograph. God. <laughs> Very funny. funny. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go with uh, I'll go with the box this time Alright, the box Alright, Hulk Hogan Was the first superstar to win Consecutive Rumbles And Stone Cold Steve Austin was the third Who was the second superstar to win Two Rumbles in a row? The second superstar To win two Rumbles in a row Was I believe Shawn Michaels I was going to be disappointed if you got that wrong Alright, Shawn Michaels yep. yes, I was sitting there Yeah <laughs> Went in 95 and 96 Yep Now isn't it weird And this is nothing against Brett Shawn won two back to back Brett has one tie in the Royal Rumble Mm-hmm. He didn't even get. They didn't even let him win a Royal Rumble. No, well, and but I, what I will say is, if you can't win the Royal Rumble, that's what I say. A lot of times, he was the defending champion on the paper. Right, right. Um, I think what he was in, he got the tie thing or whatever with Austin in '97. But yeah, from the time he no, became the tie with, with Luger. He tied with Luger. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Luger, yeah. Luger, and then, uh, then there was the screw job thing with Austin on the right. Rumble in '97. But during his run, usually when Rumble would roll around, he was the champ. So, I'd rather be the champ. <laughs> and I made him get paid than Rumble. 
All right, Aaron. Aaron. Uh, box. I'm trying to be strategic. Oh, okay. The box. Okay, what future WWE Hall of Famer won the inaugural King of the Ring tournament in 1988? Tito Santana. Don Morocco? Don Morocco. Morocco, sure. I did not know he was a king. Yeah, he won. Yeah, they, used the the, they used to do King of the Ring in like a house show thing. Yeah, yeah, but I didn't know he ever won. I thought it was Tito. Fuck. God damn it. King Burrito. It was Tito. It didn't work that time, did it? Papa. Papa. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Mitchell? I take, uh, I'll take the box again. All righty. Who teamed with Shawn Michaels to form the Rockers tag team? <laughs> it's a layup. <laughs> hmm, I'm kind of caught between either Lee Cassidy or Marty Jannetty. No, Marty Jannetty. Is that who you're going with? Yeah, Marty Jannetty. Alrighty, you got it. That's right. Happy. That one was easy. Yeah, you got, you got a really easy one on that one. But yeah. let me see. Book. Give me the book. All right, the book throw it the, is. Throw the book at me. Well, I'm not going to walk upstairs and throw it at you. But... No, okay, sorry. <laughs> All right, Moose Myers has transformed himself into A, George Steele, B, Adrian Adonis, C, Randy Savage, or D, Bubba Rogers. Moose Myers. I think it's probably going to be George Steele because I think his last name really was Myers. George the Animal Steel. You got it, George Steel. All right. I think his name was. I forget. Good one. I don't know if his actual first name was actually George. My was it George Myers or? I can't remember. But how many points do I have? You have a point. <laughs> how many points do you guys have? Uh, we both have three points. Is it my turn? It is. Yes. Book me. Alrighty. The nickname Riot Call belongs to A. Jim Wright, B. Freddie Blassie, C. Joe Baker, or D. Antonio Rocco. Rocca. The nickname what? Riot Call. Riot Call? Mm-hmm. And give me the names again. <laughs> Jim Wright, Freddie Blassie, Joe Baker, or Antonio Rocco. Is it Roca or Rocca? Rocca. Okay. Rocca. <sighs> Fred Blassie. Let's see. Um, actually, it's Jim Wright. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I feel like Nate stacked this shit. Like, you guys are eating goddamn chicken wings. And we're like, oh, fuck Aaron tonight. <laughs> <laughs> None of that would happen. <laughs> I didn't even have, I didn't even have chicken wings today. <laughs> All right, Archie. All right, uh, so I'm sticking with the box. Okay, the box it is. I What's feel like super- Undertaker at WrestleMania, and I'm facing Brock. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what superstar made his WWE debut by? 
interfering in the first Hell in a Cell match, costing The Undertaker the match. That's gotta be. That's gotta be. That's gotta be Kane. That's gotta be Kane. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, the you know I, I was thinking about this the other day. I think they were talking about this rivalry, the Kane Undertaker rivalry, on another podcast. And I thought to myself, and I want to ask you guys: Is or is not that the greatest thing Vince Russo ever wrote? I uh, you know one hundred percent. It's not. It's not the greatest thing Vince Russo ever wrote. Sorry, Archie, I didn't mean to step on you. No, 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 you're fine. It's actually the best thing that Bruce Pritchard ever wrote. The Kane, thought, no, Kane Undertaker was Bruce Pritchard's idea. Yeah. And then um, Vince, t- Vince Rousseau then became um, Vince McMahon's shiny object. And was like, oh, we're going to have Vince Rousseau take over. And then that's when Vince Rousseau was like, oh, Undertaker burned down the house. And Paul Bearer's Kane's dad. And, and like added all the shit to it. It was mm-hmm. Bruce Pritchard. It was like the Undertaker should have a brother and all this shit. As long as, 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 long as everything I've ever heard is true, mm-hmm. it, was, it was Vince Rousseau that added all that other shit to it, where it got like, I want to say convoluted. It's fucking wrestling. You know what right. I mean? Like, <laughs> but like Rousseau's the one that wrote, like, okay, now um, it was actually Undertaker that burned down the house and wanted to kill Kane and all that. Like, it, 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 the initial and, and Vince Russo did it. I'm not saying that all that was entertaining, but the initial came like Paul from, from Helen. Well, I'm for, what I'm saying is what I'm saying is from Helen a Cell to WrestleMania, Helen a Cell 97 to WrestleMania 14. So that's Pritchard, then not Vince Russo. As long as everything you hear, like from interviews and shit like that, that okay. was all Vince Pritchard. Well, then I give Brother Love credit for that one. All right. He loves you. He's the artful dodger. Um, I'll go with the box this time. Alrighty. Who defeated the Ultimate Warrior for the Intercontinental Championship at WrestleMania 5? Ravishing Rick Rude. You got it. All right. So I have four. Archie has four. Aaron has one. Aaron, I think you should go for the box this time. I'm going for the fucking box (laughs) the next three fucking rounds. (laughs) All righty then. What future WWE Hall of Famer was in the corner of Hulk Hogan and Mr. T for their main event match at the first WrestleMania? Jimmy Snuka. Yes, yes, it was. I was looking at Superfly. I'm like, I don't know who this Jimmy Snuka is, but you're right. Superfly Jimmy Snuka. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> he's, I an know them. He's, an illit- he's an illiterate murderer. Kendall, just so you don't know. He killed a woman and he can't read. He's Ooh. dead now. So the he's world's a better now. place. So the world's a better place. <laughs> well, that's enough about Jimmy Snuka. Archie? Moving <laughs> <laughs> right along. Yeah. I think I think on like three podcasts lately we've totally shit on Jimmy Snuka. Yeah, so we'll, yeah. just, we'll lay up. I know, but we'll lay up. We'll lay up on the heavy hand. Why, why do I feel bad about shitting on Jimmy Snuka? He can't read and he killed a woman. Fuck him. <laughs> do you think his ability not to read was why he killed her? Or maybe she was teasing him with some like hard seven eight letter words. 
<laughs> like you want to play Scrabble, Jimmy? <laughs> Spell no, or dirt. You want to die? die? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just got really weird really quickly. Uh, I'm, I'm going to take the box again. All righty. Against what longtime rival did Chris Jericho defeat or defend the World Heavyweight Championship? Oh my God, World Heavyweight Championship in a ladder match at No Mercy in two thousand and nine. Ooh, ooh, ooh! Okay, here, let's see here. Would you let me reread that? Because I totally stumbled. No, 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 I, I, I got it. You read it perfectly. Okay. Chris Jericho defended the World Heavyweight title against his longtime rival. Um, hmm. let's see here. I'm trying to Yeah. Was this Shawn Michaels? It I was. Remember. Oh! Oh! <laughs> oh you know what? I, didn't, I thought that was the answer. I didn't realize you were still debating. My bad. <laughs> no, 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 no. There you I, go. I, I, that's, what, no, no, yeah, I, that's what I was saying. Was it Shawn Michaels? It was my yes. <laughs> Well, it's not well, how you get there, it's the destination. I can't say where I pulled that out of because you're here and my granddaughter's here, so I'll be nice. Yeah, well, and I was de- I was I was swirling that around in my brain too because I was thinking about um their feud at the age. Right. So and I'm like, ah, did they come back together in 09? I can't remember because mm-hmm. yeah, so good job, Archie. Good job. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Let me yeah, let me go with the book. Alrighty. The book hasn't thrown anything racist at us yet. So not yet. <laughs> okay, who billed himself as the Hollywood fashion player? Was that Gorgeous George? Oh god damn it. Freddie Blassie? <laughs> Buddy Rogers or Billy Graham? Freddie Blassie. Uh, actually it was yeah, you're right. You're right. It was pretty blessing. You're right. Ooh, the Kendall was slow rolling. I looked at the wrong one. I looked at the wrong one first time. My bad. You're right. I, just, I don't know why, but I always think of Joe McHugh going that Hollywood fashion plate. I'm Joe McHugh. Anyway, um, and they don't right. know why that fucking made me mad that I didn't get that question. <laughs> Freddie Blassie's one of my favorite people ever. <laughs> All right, Aaron. Uh, I still only have one point, don't I? No, you have two. Have two. two, and you guys have like 80. We have five yes. apiece. We have 80. Combined, we have 80, though. Combined, we have 80. Well, Steiner math. I like a yes. challenge. Give me the book. All right. How old was Max Palmer when he died? <laughs> I vote for another question for Aaron. <laughs> Is there a multiple choice? <laughs> yes, there is. Was it 82, 32, 50? Oh my God, you're dying up there. 56 or 76? How old was Max Palmer? <laughs> the next question should be who was Max Palmer? <laughs> Max Palmer. <laughs> give, me a, give me the ages. All right. 82, 32, 56 or 76? Hmm. 56. You got it. <laughs> wow. Good job. Nicely done, Aaron. <laughs> Nicely done. 
So for the next show, let's research who the fuck Max Palmer is. Because I have no idea who that is. In all the years I've watched wrestling, yeah. I studied it and everything. I don't have any sounds idea. Like a, sounds like one of the characters from the movie, from the TV show Dallas. I'm Max Palmer. <laughs> I'm Max Palmer. I'm here to take over. Yeah. Good job, Aaron. <laughs> I just turned 55, and I'm going to take this place over in the next few years. <laughs> <laughs> <Let me talk. laughs> All right, I'm will, Max Palmer, and I have a two-year plan. <laughs> energy and corporate fucking rating. I'm going to do this. By the time you finish the sentence, you're done. Then he gets a pulmonary, and he's fucking dead. Uh, Max Pulmonary, yeah. I will All right, take Archie. the box, please. I will take the box again. All righty. What gold standard superstar put his Intercontinental Championship up against RVD's Money in the Bank contract at Backlash 2006? There's only one gold standard that I know of, and he is Shelton Benjamin. You got it. Chavo Guerrero would say Shelton Benjamin when he was doing Kerwin White, and it cracked me up. Yes. Which, honestly, if Eddie would have died... And I, I'm not saying that is like a negative, which I mean it is a negative that Eddie died. Mm-hmm. But if that wouldn't have happened, I think that Kerwin White gimmick had legs. It did. It, did. it was fun. It was fun. He might have been IC champion. Mm-hmm. I think he had a lot of legs. Pulled off poor Dolph Ziggler would have had to been his caddy for the rest of the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go this time with the box. Okay. What superstar tried to get the WWE Universe to follow his three eyes, intensity, integrity, and intelligence after his 1999 debut? Kurt Angle. That's right. One of the greats. That was another great, like, like, you know, talking about Kerwin White, that was another great, um, oblivious heel character like the initial Kurt Angle. Yeah. Totally oblivious to the fact that he he has no idea why people don't like him. (laughs) You know, he's like, why doesn't everybody like me? I am I'm an Olympic gold medalist. I I broke broke my freaking neck. I broke my freaking neck. (laughs) All right, Aaron, it's your turn. Uh box. All right. Rob Van Dam teamed with what most monstrous? Superstar, wow, what a name, to win the World Tag Team Championship in March 2003. Kane. You got it. All right, Aaron's starting to roll now. Aaron's uh, going back with, up. Let's go with the box again. All right, I think I have a card here. What diva eliminated the great Kali from the 2010 oh. Royal Rumble? Who is Mrs. Adam Copeland, Beth Phoenix? Yep, Beth Phoenix, you got it. Beth Phoenix. She did, it, she did it by kissing him. Well, you know, it's, yeah, she did. You know, I want to say this just real quick. I don't want to get off in the weeds like we do sometimes. But, you know, I got to say, she is the, surprisingly, I wasn't expecting it. She's been the most entertaining thing on Raw for the past yes. month. Yes, yeah, um, absolutely. Like through the whole show, like her, 
she's she's more entertaining than her husband right now. Like I, I am enjoying watching Beth Phoenix and her little return here. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't right. mind if it was full time. Mm-hmm. And her and then back, you know. I didn't appreciate her when she was active. Just because I didn't I, I didn't pay attention, I guess. <laughs> the then when I go back and career, I agree with you. When I go back and watch now, I you know, I don't know if it's just because but you can tell like like <clears throat> the basis of what what the really good women's wrestling is now, I think started at and I'm not saying Trish and Lita and Mickey James weren't great, but the modern women's wrestling, the foundation there is Natty and Beth. You know, that's where right. But anyway, um, I'm going to go with the book this time. Alrighty. Desiree Peterson began her pro wrestling career in, was it Canada, South America, Europe, or Japan? Desiree Peterson. Mm-hmm. I have no idea, so I'm going to say Canada. It was Europe. Ah, uh, balls. Yeah. Oh. What's the score? Aaron's like, who doesn't know that? Yeah, there he is. What's the score? Uh, uh, I currently have six. You have four. And Archie has seven. Box. But why do I hear the one, two, three kid music playing here for Archie Mitchell? He might get his upset tonight. <laughs> you got to be a kid. <laughs> oh, it came out beautiful. And you said the box, right? Yes, please. Alrighty. What former image consultant of JBL won the Divas Championship on the October 12th, 2009 Raw, only to lose hit the very same night? Jillian Hall. You got it. Whatever. fucking great. And Jillian Hall was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like, when she got that thing ate off her face by the <laughs> boogeyman... <laughs> like I don't care what anybody says. Like whoever wrote that was able to understand what Jillian Hall was. She was JBL's image consultant, and she had a growth on her face. Okay. Okay. And it looked like it looked like a pork chop. <laughs> and the boogeyman, who was insane, and he would eat worms and bust clocks over his face. And that one I remember. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Well. Yeah. He knocked, her, he knocked her down, and he ate the growth off her face. <laughs> Great. Did it turn into worms as well? No. No. He, he just ate it like it was a fucking pork chop. Yeah. Great. And then she became a singer. Yes. And then later on, she became a singer, and it was completely the WWE's way of shitting all over Brooke, Brooke Hogan. Whether yep. they wanted to admit it or not, anyway, and it was fucking yep. great. She was a terrible singer, like like what was it, slice bread or whatever. That she yeah. <laughs> I I Jillian is, Hall. Jillian Hall is one of the funniest fucking things that the WWF ever did. If, WWE ever if, did. Okay, if I win tonight, I want Aaron to play the Jillian Hall song and sing it word for word. I don't know all the words. No, he'll give you a couple weeks. I'll give you a couple weeks, yeah. Hearing you go, Sal's brand was hysterical. Do you sometimes sometimes think, uh, now we just went through all of that to tell Kendall the story of Jillian Hall. Do you sometimes think when you 
And when you tell the story of professional wrestler to someone that's not a fan, you're like, Jesus Christ, this shit's ludicrous. I don't know. Why have I been watching this since I was five? No, that's not true. What I often think is after I tell you the story of professional wrestling or something that happened, and they look at me dumbfounded and be like, why do you not want to go back and watch that? Yes, you should want to watch this. Right. All right, Archie, you're up next. I'm going to stick with the box. All righty. What man is the first honoree to be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame twice, once as a solo competitor and once as part of a faction? That would be the, by God, woo, nature boy, Ric Flair. You got it. He went in as Ric Flair. Well, as as Ric Flair, <laughs> and then he also went in as Dirk Diggler. Now he went in as he went in as for his singles career as Ric Flair, and then also, of course, with, with it, for his run with the Four Horsemen. Four Horsemen. Now it's a crime that Wyndham doesn't have a solo run yet, though, and that Arn and Tully don't even at least have a tag team run because those three were in the WWE long before Flair. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's ridiculous. Did he get whitewashed? Flair didn't get whitewashed. Did Flair? Um, no, they never mentioned it on WWE what happened on Dark Side of the Ring. He was already fired from the company by then or released. I know, but like, and there was a couple other people. I just, I couldn't remember if Flair was just like, he wasn't nope. But he is bitching in every podcast that he does that Becky Lynch stole his gimmick as the man. He's going to get the copyright for it and sue them. And uh, they still owe him money for a belt that they never gave him. He's 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 acting like a very old, senile old man who doesn't know where he, he you know doesn't know what business made him. Mm-hmm. He well, needs to. And somebody like, did I get my IRS money back yet? Uh, probably yeah. not. <laughs> what do you want me to do? Grandma can fix it. All right. Imagine Rick Flair versus Vince McMahon now. Right. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. Two senile, crazy old men. <clears throat> All right. Who has, who has the sunken in face and who has the sunken in face and can't control their neck the most? <laughs> find out tonight. All right. I'm going to go with uh, the book. The book already. Tony Atlas has defeated Hulk Hogan. True or false? False. It's true. What? (laughs) (laughs) Tony Atlas beat Hulk Hogan, huh? Probably in like Memphis or something. Nate Nate was at lunch. Well, screw me then. I'm. I guess I didn't get a point there. I'll have to. I'm gonna have to look at that now. Find out. Yeah, we gotta find that badge. And then find out who Palmer is. Yeah, find out who Max Palmer is, and when Tony Atlas beat Hulk Hogan. The next episode of the We Can't Wrestle podcast. Who the hell is Max Palmer, and why the hell did Tony Atlas beat Hulk Hogan? Yeah. The the next episode will be the mysteries of trivia. Uh, I don't know the score, but I think I'm, I think I'm coming up, right? I'm on your heels. You're, you're at five. I'm at six and Archie actually has eight. 
Box it to me, Amadeus. Alrighty. <laughs> Who defeated Big Show for the United States Championship in the opening match of WrestleMania 20? John Cena. You got it. And that, I look at that as one of the things that like cracks me up about John Cena and the hatred that people, the WWE crowd had for him. Because when John yeah. Cena came out that WrestleMania 20 and beat John and beat Big Show, oh, wow. that fucking building was insane. And then a year, the then a year later, they're all, you know. And then like a year later, they're all just like, fuck this guy. <laughs> it's like a year ago, you guys were all about him. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And he didn't change. Like he was still fucking John Cena. Right. Like, right. I, I don't understand. And now he comes back. He's Hulk Hogan now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, now, whenever the fucking John Cena music's going to hit, people are going to lose their fucking minds. But well, it's yeah, like, he's, out, he's been gone for so long. Yeah, but it's. And also, people don't fucking. That's, the, that's one of my biggest complaints with wrestling fans is they don't understand. They don't want to. Respect what they have at the moment. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If that sounds silly, but like if you watch that fucking WrestleMania, John Cena's yeah. the motherfucker in that building at that fucking <laughs> And it's insane how crazy they are for him. Wrestling and like a year before that, a year before that, he was kicking what? Like a fucking flow rider or fucking cardboard cutout or whatever. It's yeah, like, something like that. Yeah, I don't remember exactly what it was, but he was supposed to have a wrap off with some rapper and they didn't show up or whatever, so. I, I don't I don't get the hate on John Cena. I never have and I never will. Archie? I will stick with the box. Alrighty, so what powerful superstar led the Ministry of Darkness faction? Oh, I think I already read that question, didn't I? I did. We already read that question. I'm sorry. No, but but I'd I like a different question because that's way too easy. <laughs> okay. That is like, way I'm too sure easy. I already read that. We one. all know it was. I recognize that question from previous one. And was it, it was, was Midian? Midian. It was Midian. Doug it was Midian. I thought it was Doug Gilbert. <laughs> no. Doug Gilbert led the Ministry of Darkness. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, so what diva served as the manager for the tag team MNM? Who is Melina? You got it. All right. I'm trying to think here. Let me look at the score. <laughs> All right, I'm going with the box. The box? Yeah, we're staying away from the book for a couple of questions, probably. All right, what superstar known as the Celtic Warrior less? Last eliminated Chris Jericho to win the 2012 Royal Rumble. Seamus. You got it. I wouldn't I wouldn't have remembered. I'll be honest with you. I wouldn't have remembered had you not said Celtic Warrior. Celtic Warrior, right. Yeah, that gave it away. But I mean, yeah, that I was the question. So I, I know. No, I'm just saying, like, yeah. like, like I, would have, I would have had to think harder uh, just to who won the 2012 Royal Rumble. Right. It was sort of an afterthought. He won it and won <laughs> You know, he yeah. beat Dan O'Brien that in was, seconds. And then yeah, was that, that was, was it, yeah. you know. That was the year. That was actually the first WrestleMania Kindle ever saw was the I'll WrestleMania. Be, I'll be honest with you guys, though. So I had to take Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah. Yeah. 
It wasn't our I best. I don't no. know which Rumble was more meaningless. The Rumble that, she- that Sheamus won, and he actually won the world title, but not many people remember it. Or that 40-man Royal Rumble they did with Alberto Del Rio winning it. Both are forgettable. Yeah, I'd say I'd say probably the Sheamus one, just because I at least remember the finish of the one that Del Rio won right. because of Santino. Right. right. You know, you know, had a, you know, fun little fun little ending there where Santino thought he won the Rumble yeah. and he was doing his little trumpets and you know that, that that's that's a lot more memorable than the 2012 one. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I don't remember any of that. But can <laughs> you imagine being Sheamus? As the one guy that's friends with Triple H, it was like, eh, I don't want to go to NXT. <laughs> and he's like, I'm the only one with a fucking job now. <laughs> fucking Vince, Vince forgot about me. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's All right. Yep, it's your turn. I'm behind. Uh, I do love a challenge, but I love victory. Okay. <laughs> So I'm going to go with the box. All right. In what city was the controversial screw job match between Brett the Hitman Hart and Shawn Michaels at Survivor Series 1997? Oh, there's a couple options for this. <laughs> um, it don't, could, play, don't play coy. <laughs> it, could, it, it, it's, it could be Tulsa, Oklahoma. <laughs> it's possible... That Swanton, Ohio. But I'm pretty sure it's Montreal, Quebec, Canada. Which one are you going with? <laughs> oh, Montreal. Okay. Montreal it is. Yeah. <laughs> no I'm one will ever forget. Pulsa. Yeah, no one will ever forget the Boise screw job. Yeah. Yeah. I was- <laughs> I was thinking Swanton, Ohio, but I, it was Montreal. Yes. All right, Archie. I will stick with the box. All righty. What superstar defeated The Rock for the WWE Championship in a 60-minute Iron Man match at Judgment Day 2000? Ooh. All right, let's see here. I got to mold this over. This was when The Undertaker returned. With the American badass gimmick. And they totally botched it and missed this fight. Right. Uh, right. And if I'm not mistaken, he beat the hell out of the McMahons and the Generation X. So I'm going to say that it was Triple H. That's right. Yep. Woo. And it was a hell of a fucking match. Yes, it, they had it, a yeah, really good was. Iron Man It match. was a really good Iron Man match. They didn't need the interference. They didn't need the interference. But the interference helped, though. And, and, and usually, like, if there's a lot of interference or whatever, I'm just like, eh, it's kind of, it was, when you see it, you're like, eh, it's kind of like overkill or whatever. But right. it fucking worked. Right. And and Shawn Michaels being as the ref, mm-hmm. you know, and it worked. And Shawn, like, talking to The Rock and then talking to Triple H. And there's that great segment where fucking Triple H is, inter- is like, talking to Shawn. He's like, you're going to wear them shorts out there, are you? Yeah, <laughs> like, looks like you're smuggling bananas or <laughs> smuggling plums is what he yeah, says. Smuggling, plums. smuggling okay. plums. <laughs> but that that's a great fucking match. Mm-hmm. Like, like Iron Man matches to me, it, it's like <clears throat> I don't want to say they're boring or whatever, but 
that's that's the best. They can get repetitive. They can get repetitive at times. Of the modern era, that's the best sixty-minute match. I agree. I'm going to go this time around with just an update. I have seven. Aaron has seven. Archie has ten. Oh, Aaron caught up to you. Yep. I want the box this time. Okay. What's in the box? (laughs) Don't play an easy question. Well, we'll find out. (laughs) Because they're all hard to me. (laughs) (laughs) What was the name of the biker faction with members Crush... Chains, Skull, and 8-Ball that terrorized WWE rings in the late 1990s. They terrorized nothing, but they were called the Disciples <laughs> of Apocalypse. <laughs> You're right. They terrorized the rating system. That's yeah, they terrorized my eyeballs. They <laughs> terrorized... What was the team of Crush, 8-Ball, and um, um, Skull that terrorized Shotgun Saturday Night? Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. All right, Aaron. A uh, book. Alrighty. Let's see if they do something offensive. <laughs> what wrestler was trained in criminology? Was it Tony Atlas, <laughs> Rocky Johnson, Larry Hamilton, or Bobo Brazil? No fucking idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're about to know. <laughs> I'm gonna say Larry Hamilton. Good guess. Larry Hamilton. All right. I love to I love to play about him. Hamilton. Great. <laughs> that play was not about Larry Hamilton. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a fantastic play. <laughs> We're finding out. Well, that's where Matt Palmer was first, first recognized. Yeah. He was playing Larry Hamilton. Like Nathan Lane playing Jim Barnett. That's like me saying, <laughs> that's, like, that's like me saying, yeah, I like to have a, a Max Palmer once in a while, you know, iced tea and lemonade. Yeah. <laughs> all right, I'm going to go. Oh, Archie, it's your turn. I'm sorry. Oh, all right. I'm going to stick with the box. Let's see. What were the first names of the colorful and popular Bushwhackers tag team? Well, there was, let's see, it was Cousin Elmer and Fred. No, I'm just kidding. It's uh, Luke and Butch. All righty, Luke and Butch. Bushwhacker, Bushwhacker Steve. Bushwhacker Steve and Bushwhacker Carl. This guy's <laughs> over here taking it easy like fucking Scott and Kevin in fucking 98. <laughs> Nate, do you remember the movie Multiplicity? Nate, do you remember the movie Multiplicity with Michael Keaton? Oh, yeah. Hey, Steve. Okay, but he had me in one of the culture problems. When you said Bushwhacker Steve, that's what I imagined. It was like a mini Bushwhacker coming out. I'm Steve. I am Steve. Steve. That's a great movie, by the way. Every time he gets cloned, the clone is dumber. I love that. It's fantastic. It's so funny. Um... Give me the book. All right, then. Who would win in a real street fight? Elizabeth? Is this conjecture? Uh, 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 Is it Elizabeth, China, Jacqueline, or Sable? 
I mean, wait, wait is this like question? Your, your own preference? I don't understand. <laughs> this, this, I don't, can we throw this question out? Because this is conjecture. I don't know what this guy's answer is. No, you picked it. Fine. Living <laughs> fucking muck that you've decided to live. <laughs> you, wouldn't let him, you wouldn't let him skip the one question about right. Max Palmer. <laughs> Jacqueline. It was not Jacqueline. It was China. Yeah, it's China. Now, in the in the real aspects of things, Jacqueline would win a fight because she's the baddest bitch out of all four of them. But anyway, <laughs> this was conjecture. That why was it in the book? Yeah, I know. It's, it's in the book. <laughs> I thought the book was written in like eighty seven, ninety nine. Wow. Blacks, midgets, and broads is in ninety nine. Yeah, we hadn't. <laughs> We've evolved. Sounds like a great right. yeah, I guess movie. Hadn't came down yet, so we were still. I mean, in '99, wrestlers were still doing blackface angles. So that's true. Right. All right. Is it my turn? Yep. Yes. How far behind am I? You have one, two, three, four, five, six. Wait, sorry. When it eight? You have eight. I have eight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, and Archie has eleven. Box. Alrighty. Who won the tournament for the Intercontinental Championship after the Ultimate Warrior vacated the title when he won the WWE Championship at WrestleMania 6? Mr. Perfect. Mr. Perfect it is. Boom. And that was Mr. Perfect versus Tito Santana, and yes, that yes. was a goddamn fantastic match. Yes, yes. yes I think it was I think it was out of superstars. It was, which is probably, yeah. But yeah, that, yeah. Well, I mean, I guess it's, I mean, all right, would you have rather been on Saturday Night's Match? Because they didn't have, they didn't have, you didn't have a pay per view between WrestleMania and SummerSlam. I know, but I think it would have been a better, like, Saturday Night's Main event thing. And I know Superstars was like their, that was basically their, it wasn't Monday Night Raw Raw then. All American was their Monday Night Raw or whatever, but mm-hmm. yeah. But if if anybody's listening, <laughs> out of your way to find that fucking match, it's great. Archie, I will stick with the bumps. Once again. Alrighty, what member of the Powers of Pain tag team lasted only two seconds in the 1989 Royal Rumble match, a record that lasted 20 years? The Warlord. The Warlord it is. I love Yay. the Warlord. I'm a big Warlord fan. I think me and I Batista are the only two. Oh, you are too. Okay. Yeah. And I always, I, I always think that me and Batista are the only two because Batista always says Warlord was his favorite wrestler. And I liked him better was, with the with, with the Barbarian though than I did in his solo career. Well, and I even see I even dug him with the with the Phantom of the Opera mask and the staff when he was with Slick. And I mean, I just, I yeah, always but, dug the Warlord. He wasn't a great wrestler, but. And as a, but as a kid, I just thought he had the coolest look, and yeah. and he, you know, I think to be honest, I don't understand why he ever never got like a run with Hogan. I don't say I don't mean he wins the belt, but he never got one of those. No, heel right. runs he could have been, been a monster's heel to go after Hogan. I agree. Mm-hmm. Jericho talks about him as being like a good dude, but kind of a bitch because they'd be in Japan or whatever, and they'd be mm-hmm. on the bus, and he'd be like, "I just want some meat." I need goddamn protein. And they just be trying to be like noodles and shit. And he'd be like, give me some fucking meat. 
<laughs> I I know Derek gets a lot of hate now in this business or whatever, or between fans now or whatever, but two of the best goddamn books ever, Jericho's first two books were fucking great. Yeah. They're right up there with Foley's first book. Yeah. All right. Um it is my turn, I believe. And I'm gonna go with the box. Alrighty. What boxer faced Bart Gunn in a Brawl for All match at WrestleMania 15? Butterbean. And if you remember, I don't even need you to tell me that's right because I know it's right. Right. <laughs> but if you remember, Kendall, <laughs> yeah. I think you were you remember watching this because it was one of the wife watches wrestling episodes of the show that we did where I had you watch it when Bart but Bart Gunn gets knocked the fuck out by Butterbean. I feel I like I do recall this. He just gets, <laughs> and they just replay it over and over and over again. And this guy getting his, just knocked the fuck out. Did you ever hear about what Butterbean said about that? I don't think so. No, what? Butterbean said that Vince McMahon and everybody in the WWF was like, look, we're going to play this legit. We want you to go out there and box with them. And Butterbean was like, you know, this is theatrics, it's wrestling, I'm going to go out there, you know, I'll give this guy a little bit. Like, he was going to try to go out there and be a like, like a team player, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right. But as he said, as he was walking into the ring, wrestling fans, who we all know are some of the funniest people in the world, were yelling at him, and <coughs> a few wrestling fans got his goat, and one of them said, you big fat fuck, you don't stand a chance. Oh, no. <laughs> Poor Bart Gunn. And it wasn't right. Bart Gunn yelling at him, it was just some fan. And no, what I'm saying is poor Bart got That got his goddamn goat, and him right. being a natural, like, fighter, I wanted to say athlete, but it's fucking Butterbean. You know, he's still an athlete, but you know, but him being that that fan saying, you big fat fuck, you don't stand a chance. He was like, God damn it. <laughs> he just went out there and just fucking clocked. Oh, God. Sorry, sorry, guy. <laughs> sorry. He, he walked out and chose violence, huh? Yeah. It's like, I'm going to show these fucking people. And like, well, it, it, I mean, for what? It was Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Right, you know what I mean. It's like Bart God had to fight Butterbean in Philadelphia. Philadelphia. <laughs> See, the thing yeah. is, though, is Bart Gunn was not a boxer; he was a tough man, and he didn't know when to stop. Like there were plenty of matches he had with other fighters where he mauled them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So technically, he took it easy on Bart Gunn by just knocking his ass out twice. You know, he could have right. much rougher. All right, Aaron, Le Champion. You are next. Hold on, let me sip a little, a little bit of the bubbly here for a minute. So I like a challenge. So give me the box. Already the box. Swerve <laughs> heel move. All right, who did Stephanie McMahon defeat to win her only WWE Women's Championship in two thousand? Lita. Mm, Jacqueline. God damn it. Uh, I thought it was Lita too. I thought no, it was see, Lita I would have been wrong. I thought it was Sable. No, Stephanie never fought Sable. Vince wouldn't have known 
what to do in that situation. Yeah, I thought that she fought her and took the belt off her because Sable was being like all bitchy, and that's after just after she got fired. But that was actually Deborah that they did that with. Vince wouldn't have known who to stroke to on that situation. Jesus. <laughs> oh, God. So, right. Really? Oh, I really honestly thought it was Lita. I did too. No, I think doesn't Lita. Well, the Lita card the one says Jacqueline. If you want to re- maybe Google it real quick, it could be wrong. We found wrong ones before. Maybe. I mean, maybe we're just thinking of Stephanie doing angle with Lita around that time or something. Well, but, it probably uh, was. And I'm sure the I'm sure the box is right because Jesus, it's. <laughs> Omnipotent or what? Omnipotent. <laughs> the omnipotent box. The omnipotent box. The omnipotent box. Yes. Okay. Fuck! I Stephanie totally fucked that one up. God Stephanie damn. defended the women's title against Lita. Will Trish Stratus and Lita's women title match forward later? Okay, you're thinking of when she defended the title. Mm, okay. But it is Jacqueline, March 30th, 2000. In less than two minutes. All right. There you go. Hmm. Archie, um, you're up. I'm going to stick with the box. All right. What was the name of the tag team Eric Bischoff would use to end raw matches and segments violently if he felt that they went too long? Did I just say three minutes? <laughs> three-minute warning. Three-minute warning, yeah. Underrated tag team. They don't yeah, get talked about as good as they should have been champions. Should have been there longer. Um, it's also the most underrated pop that I ever got from my brother involving wrestling, and nobody else is around to hear it. We were at the Heroes and Legends in Fort Wayne, and Eric Bischoff was there, or he was going to show up. No, he had he had already shown up, and I got his <laughs> autograph. And um, when when you go to those conventions they don't bring all the old dudes out at once, you know, cause they want to keep you there all day. So you're right. like buying concessions. And so there'll be like in an hour and a half, Jeff Jarrett's going to show up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they were like, in three minutes, the show is going to start. <laughs> and then I said, did Eric Bischoff just go? Did someone just say three, three minutes? minutes. <laughs> and, pop Nate. and I was like, that is a stupid joke. Nobody, he's not going to laugh at this. And it was like, God damn, that's funny. <laughs> uh, let's see. Box. Yeah, it's you, yeah. Let's see. Cody Rhodes and what superstar were World Tag Team Champions until the Night of Champions 2008? When Rhodes betrayed him and joined Ted DiBiase. Hardcore Holly. Yep, that's it. All right, that's another turn. It was such a weird turn. It was. It was a. It was an interesting. It worked, but it was stupid how it was. Yeah. How it played out. Yeah. How it played out. And uh, that's another guy WWE doesn't give enough credit to now. Is, is Bob Holly? Bob, they don't, they don't talk about Bob Holly enough. I mean, he was there for like 15 years. Um, had he yeah. was always entertaining, always had good matches, but he just doesn't. He doesn't get uh, get any kudos. And he, and he whipped anybody's ass who tried to bad out the business or do something wrong. <laughs> mm-hmm. And like talking about Foley, like I, know I talked about him a little bit ago. Like in Foley's book, 
he was talking he he talks about bob a little bit in that 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 bob was like the crankiest funny dude that he knew <laughs> like bob would just say shit that was like like people like when he was mad like he'd say something fucking pissed off and it was still funny and like Foley was playing Christmas music in the car. He's like, God damn, turn that goddamn Christmas. And then Elvis come out. I was like, oh, all right, I can dig that. <laughs> Just shit like that. But uh, no, like Bob, Bob Holly is actually like, I'm not saying he's in my 20, top 20 or whatever, but, but I always say like, I've never seen Bob Holly do anything where I was just like, yeah, that was garbage. Right. <laughs> yeah, I like Bob Holly. I believe my turn. Turn. Yeah. return. Box. Give us a score update, Nate. Nope. Uh, I have. Oh, sorry, Aaron is at nine. Three, four, six. I'm at ten, and Archie is at thirteen. Oh, All righty. Well, what was the name of Alberto Del Rio's personal ring announcer? <laughs> What was that fucking guy's name? <laughs> He's a little greasy Mexican. Oh, God. Alberto Jesus. Del Rio. We were worried about the book being the the book being racist tonight. <laughs> what was that? Oh my god! They don't give me any A B C Ds. Nope. Not on these. Alberto Del Rio and And I don't have enough knowledge to really give you an ABCD, so <laughs> Alberto Del Rio and Speedy Gonzales. No. <laughs> Speedy Gonzales. Alberto Del Rio and I don't really honestly, it's like his name I can see him. He's a fat faced Mexican. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I can, and I'm not being whatever. I can see him, and he was actually really—he was actually the better part of that group. Yeah, he was, because he also like he ended up working as like El Guple or whatever. Mm-hmm. El Local. He was the local wrestler. Yeah, the local wrestler. Yeah. I can't fucking remember. The minute you say it, Come I'm going to know it. I'm going to be mad. Throw out a, throw out, throw out a Spanish something last name. Come on. It was Horatio Sands. <laughs> <laughs> Close. Ricardo Rodriguez. Ricardo Rodriguez. <laughs> yep. I'm going book. The rest of the unless Art <laughs> takes it away, I'm sticking with the book. I know my racist, inappropriate, <laughs> goddamn. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm gonna go before we get canceled. I'm gonna go with the box, please. <laughs> the box, alrighty. The 2011 Royal Rumble was billed as the biggest Royal Rumble in history. How many participants were in the Royal Rumble match that year? Uh, Forty. Yep. Yeah, you're right. Forty. Just it, it. earlier. Yep. Forty. Alberto. And they yeah, are one point away from winning this fucking thing. Right? Yes, he is. He might. He might make it. One point away. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with the book. Alrighty. Billy the Kid, Little Lou, Little Brutus, and 
boy hayes all have one thing in common is it they're black they're midgets <laughs> they're black midgets or the nwa attractions they got, that got worse as time went on <laughs> and it escalated pretty quickly yeah no answer got better Oh, shit. <laughs> can you repeat the can you can you repeat the question? Even and even the last answer and the new attraction still isn't that kosher of a guess. <laughs> oh shit. That was funny. Oh um, my god. Yeah, actually you know I know the answer. I know the answer. Well give me the names again. Billy the Kid, Little Lou. Little Brutus and Sonny Boy Hayes. They were all. It midgets. might be. It, it's like it might be Lewis, but it, it's spelled like you, so. No, I want to. I want. I want to hear the possible answers. <laughs> oh my god! Can you read them? <laughs> I can read them again. Yes. yes they're black. They're midgets. They're black midgets. They're black midgets. <laughs> <NWA> attractions. <laughs> the answer is they're midgets. They are, in fact, midgets. Yes, they were not all they're, black midgets. They are little they're people. All black midgets. <laughs> the thing that makes it worse is that the book decided not only are we going to be bad, they're black, <laughs> or are they midgets? No, are they black midgets? <laughs> <laughs> are they all black? <laughs> right, let's combine those two. Oh, Lord. I was waiting oh, for the man. book to deliver, and it did not disappoint. <laughs> no, it did not. <laughs> all right, Aaron. The old racist book. <laughs> 99 was a different time, boys. Book. <laughs> Which one are we going with? Book. Book already. Book it is. <clears throat> All right. The athlete, this athlete entered the WWF as the ringmaster. Is it Sting? Steve Austin? The Giant or Chris Benoit? Or Black Midget. <laughs> it was Steve Austin. It was Steve Austin. And um, like I said, I don't want to monopolize too much of it. I know the remaster gimmick was stupid, but as a kid, I loved Steve Austin. And when mm -hmm. he came out and did that initial, like, put your hands on the screen, yep. And yep. like at first I was like, this might be a cool fucking gimmick. Well, and that was the thing. That was the thing I gotta say for him in that time. I don't want to cut you off, but they gave him that that's I guess you'd say silly, like it, they gave him the silly name, but he never he never came off as silly. Right. That's why I mean I I see today and yesterday all the internet exploding about Gunther. He's still Walter. You're still gonna. Yeah, you're still gonna have the same kind. Also, also, and I know about the Nazi boat thing, but right. Also, I don't think they're gonna give him the last name. I think they're no, gonna. No, it's just Gunther. He's just going by. Um, so yeah, all right. They changed his name. You still get the same guy in the ring. Also, I heard that was by his request. Yeah, um, he wants to protect his real name. Yes. He doesn't want them so, to be the own Walter. Yeah, but, probably, but I don't know if he was like, hey, I don't want to be Walter, but go ahead and call me Gunther. <laughs> right, right. No, see, this is the bad part, though. 
like a year and a half ago, they interviewed Walter. And like, so are you excited to come to NXT in the United States and then go to the main roster? He was like, no. And they were like, why? Because they're probably going to change my name and want me to move full-time to the United States, and I'm not prepared to do that, mm-hmm. you know? And it happened. They changed his name, and he'll probably find a nice, cushy house somewhere in Stanford, Connecticut, next to Vince McMahon. He'll get all happy in the main roster, and then they'll fire him. Yeah, that's what I said in my post. I said, this guy's going to get super happy. Yeah. I'm Gunther. I'm Gunther. I'm I'm ready to go. Gunther. I'll get your espressos, Rachel Ellington, and all this shit. Like, I'll do that. I'm I'm happy. I'm Gunther. And then he'll get his green card, and he's finally an American citizen. Right. And they're going to be like, oh, we got to let you go. Well, WWE has come to terms on Gunther. We wish him all in all his future endeavors. (laughs) Avita Zane. All right, right. Archie. Could be the victory. Can I get a score count, please? You're at 14. You're fucking winning. Why do you... I am am at 11, and Aaron is at Uh 10. Now I can tell you the method to my madness. So this way, none of our viewers goes, he never picked the book one time. I'm so far ahead. (laughs) I can pick the book, and if I miss it, still safely win on the next question. All righty, then. All right. So I will take the book. The book it like is. Fucking Joker. <laughs> All right. Goldberg is Jewish, Catholic, Lutheran, or Buddhist. Only Buddhist. Only me this could happen because I made the joke. How am I supposed to know what's technological time? <laughs> now I need to know what nationality Bill Goldberg is. But the answer is Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, he is Jewish. Jesus, right. what you know what? Mazel Tov! Mazel Tov! If we were all here right now, we'd be picking you up on a chair. Dreidel, 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 we miss you out of clay. <laughs> Nate, Nate, we need to Photoshop me as a, a picture of like a little Jewish boy reading the Torah and his bar mitzvah, and say that I won <laughs> trivia. Congratulations! I Archie, I today, I Archie Mitchell is you on the chair. Like, <laughs> if I had to oh, lose God. my belt to somebody, it was going to be you, buddy. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. You, hey, you held it twice and eight hundred once. That time, I, I you're like the Mikey Whipwreck of the fucking right. book in the box. <laughs> well, now I want to way, a challenge. Let's not sleep on the fact that they said was Goldberg Buddhist. I thought that was funny. <laughs> right? Buddhist, Can you imagine Buddhist that? Goldberg. Can you imagine that? <laughs> Goldberg, why are you laying on that carpet and praying to the east? I'm feeling the the only Buddhist he did was Buddhist's fucking foot and the fucking Bret Hart's head. <laughs> now, Nate, I have a challenge. All right. For the next book in the box, Chad Austin, I challenge you for the next time we play book in the box. Oh, he'll love that. He it's likes time, trivia. It's time for you and I to settle the score. What score, <laughs> I don't know, but... What score, I don't know, but we're going to settle it. Well, congratulations right. to Archie Thank Mitchell you. for becoming the We Can't Wrestle Podcast Trivia Champion. He long- congratulations. Thank you, Kevin. Long- that shit. Good job, buddy. 
Aaron, thank you for being a gracious loser. Uh, yes. <laughs> for right now, when I wake right up now, tomorrow, right I'm gonna be pissed. There's gonna be 80 <laughs> posts in the weekend wrestle. He won't cheated. He only picked one question. The Boise screw job. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you, Kendall, for hosting this craziness. Of course. So that being oh go ahead, Aaron, you look like you had something else to say. No, I have nothing to say. I'm like fucking Shawn Michaels. I'm gonna kick the goddamn door out the fucking back of the building. <laughs> Fucking leave. Looking at Archie like, well, here you go. Here's your belt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I will find my smile. <laughs> Try to shine this shit, motherfucker. <laughs> Thank you for joining us, everybody, on this week's We Can't Wrestle podcast. And we will see you next time around. We uh, The Hall of Fame is coming up. We're going to be just starting to record those episodes next week. So I'm and looking forward to that. At least I won that one. I got six out of eight on that fucking I list. think I got three. I got three out of eight. But yeah, I know I, well, I won that one. But we will discuss and that the whole, in the... The Hall of Shame is in June before Aaron acts. Yeah. So just so Aaron doesn't have to ask, the Hall of Shame is in June. <laughs> and that being said, we'll sign off. We'll start uh, talking about the Hall of Fame next week. Have a great week, everybody. And we'll see you next time around here on the Soul Podcast. The We Can't Wrestle podcast is a production of Maxin' Out Media, all rights reserved.